You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and the interview subjects I've got coming up for you comprise the membership of excellent Adelaide Heavy Rock Outfit Audio Rain. The reason for the conversation is to promote Audio Rain's brand new self-titled album, which was released in November of 2018. So let's have a listen to what the lads have to say. Here we go. Why don't I, I kick off by asking you to go around the circle there and introducing yourselves. Okay. Cool. Left of the dealer. I'm Alec. I'm the lead guitarist. I'm Ash. I slap the bass guitar. Nice. I'm Jake, uh, lead singer, and I uh, do rhythm behind him. And this is Dita. I drum and do some vocals. Indeed, and you're all a member, or all members, I should say, of the wonderful... Adelaide-based metal troupe Audio Rain. Now, here's my take on things, okay, because I know the self-titled album's been out for over a month now, and I've listened to it quite a bit. It's great driving music, so it's one of those albums that works really well in the car. My take on it, now feel free to disagree with me here or otherwise, is that your music is a ball-busting, metallified take on the rock that Grinspoon made famous. So I hope that comparison resonates, but if I was going to hand it over to you guys, which I'll do now, how would you describe the music on the album? <laughs> probably, probably not half as well as you just did. Mine yeah, <laughs> feel free to use that it. Sums it up, doesn't it? So, yeah, I don't know. We sort of we, we, we've uh, we've spoken about this other times, and if someone said, "What are we like?" and I've said it before, people come up to us after our gigs and they say, um, "You sound like this band, or you sound like that band." You know, we we, we love this and that. And the funny thing is that generally, when the people say this, it's, it's always someone different. Um, mm. You know, it can be anyone from bloody Metallica to Don't Sour. Someone today said you sound like Carnival, and I just, you know, I, I, what, mm. I, what I take from that is that they hear our music and they hear things that they like in bands that they like, and they, they find that in our music. So because yep. it's always someone different, I reckon that we sound like audio range. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Yeah, there's definitely a very original strain through your music but that was the Grinspoon was the closest and what I really like about your music too and I hope this helps is that it wouldn't sound out of place on Triple J or on, on Triple M do you guys get Triple M down there in Adelaide don't you? Yes we do yeah, yeah. Hey, we're all wizard for that yeah can you make that happen? Well, <laughs> I wish I wish I could, mate. You know, otherwise uh, I might not be uh, at uni myself. I might be a f- permanent musician myself as well if I get stuff played on Triple M and Triple J. But it's a, it's really, and I've asked this question a lot uh, of artists, so I'm going to ask you guys now, how the hell do you get stuff played on commercial radio? Yeah, that's the uh, question that we're still asking and we're still trying to sort out and work out. Um, yeah, I mean... Being with a with a label helps, I think. That's mm. true. But I think also sometimes, uh, and I, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say that exactly, but um, I'm sure that there's um, there's the right crowd and the right people, and uh, you know, you, you got to play what they want you to play. Um, I don't know. Like you just said, we'd be we fit fine on Triple J and Triple M, but um, yeah, you need to get that break. And I think a lot of it with the stations, especially. I mean, probably tri- Triple M, you know, it's like any radio, um, mm. you know, music gets some way of ads, but um, maybe uh, Homebrewed, is that that's Triple M, isn't it? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, yeah, we, we, you, you push and you get your PR and you, you try and send stuff out, but you just need someone to hear your music uh, like you, listen to it and go, man, 
what, how, what have you, how have you described us before? They, you know, we, need to, we need them to say that. Mm. Yeah, it's, it seems easier to get played overseas, actually. <laughs> it does. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And the interesting thing about you guys, so I am going to blow smoke up your asses a little bit here, but you're one of the very few metal bands around at the moment. I know there's the big prog metal bands, you know, uh, the Carnivals and the Caligula Horses that are overseas doing it, but you guys are more of a of a real metal band you know what i'm saying you guys are a, are a rock and heavy metal band and you're one of the few bands that i've listened to and i've watched plenty of your videos believe me i've watched the the video that you did up there on balcony tv if you were given the opportunity you wouldn't fuck it up you know if you were asked to support alice in chains you wouldn't fall apart mid-tour because you guys couldn't get along or what have you I, I mean i'm only assuming that but the music is 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 really together and live you guys really do it so have have you have you put it out there to some tour managers, to promoters, and to agents to say, hey, look, we're we're available, or or is it a case that you know you, we've talked a little bit before, what's gone to wear now, or what I'll be putting to wear about the financial situation? Is it just too hard to sort of put yourself out there and say, we're ready for any opportunity because you've got jobs and mortgages and rents and potentially even kids that need you to hold a job down, so you can't focus one hundred percent on the band, so to speak, in that regard. I mean that is true to a point. We do, you know, you, you know, for the bands that just drop everything and go away, um, you've got to be. I think just you've got to be. You've got to be single. You've got to ha- not care about anything mm. and just go hardcore. I mean, bands can still have, you know, families, mortgages, and make it. Um, and we do. We do put it out there to, to promoters, and we call on. You know, it's a lot of it. It is always also. You know, I mean, you've got to have the product there. You've got to have good music. You've got to have a good good stage performance, a good show. Mm. And so you've got to have the goods behind you, but you also need to know people as well. And, you know, we do, we try and pull every, everyone we can um, to try and make it. We just supported the US Rockers Skillet. Um, they chose oh, yeah. us to be their main support when they right. came. And um, yeah. that was a thousand crowd. And uh, that, that crowd hadn't actually heard us. And um, after the first song, they were hooked. And every song, they were cheering, clapping. We sold a, sh- a shitload of merch. And uh, they said, where are you guys from? I said, we're from here, man. <laughs> you know, like, um, but it's, uh, so it's just, you know, if they just uh, if they see you with the bands they like and they know you, then they sort of um, they're open to going. Hey, who are these guys? They're awesome. You know, we we, we might follow these guys. But uh, yeah, locally, um, I always find it's a bit harder. People like to think that you're bigger and uh, they want to follow that. But the music should speak for itself, like it did that night. And um, yeah, we picked up picked up a heap of new fans. So we keep pushing now. You know, for more mm-hmm. big supports. And yeah, to get on a to be a big tour would be great. But um, mm. Like we are saying, Australia is a bit hard, and I think we really need to try and get over to Europe and uh, do some stuff yeah, like once again. Yeah. Yes, money and and uh, some uh, help. I think we need like a win a sugar daddy. Yeah, benefactor. <laughs> yeah. You need a benefactor. Yeah, One of you needs to win the lotto or something. Yeah, it's it's like that for everybody. But I guess the difference between you guys and a lot of other. When I say indie bands, work with me here. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about bands that aren't signed yeah. and bands that aren't played on commercial radio. Um, you guys would actually make the most of it. And I actually, here's a band that I think you'd go down really well on a tour with, and that's US Thrashers from New Jersey. Overkill. I reckon you and you and Overkill would be a brilliant double header if that could ever go go over in the States or in Europe. They, they've just got a new album out as well. Yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, I've spoken to Blitz a couple of times. He's a champion of a human being. Is he? So now, once again, can you make that happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have no doubt that I'll be able to talk to him on the uh, the promotion of the album cycle. 
uh, again, and I'll, I'll mention it to him. And I'll just, I'll actually, what I'll do is I'll make the point of asking a question. If a band thinks that they're good enough, how do they reach out to the promoters or the agents as far as Blitz is concerned? He might not have the answers, of course, because a lot of these things are organised in Australia. And to, to your exact point there that you made so well, it is about who you know and what you know and... You know, there's a lot of hand jobs and all the rest of it that go on, or circle jerking that goes <laughs> on, and a lot of the best bands don't get the opportunity. We know that. That's been like that for 50-odd years in the music business, isn't it? But you'd like to see a great band like yourself actually be given the opportunity and, and really make the most of it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and yeah. in fact, he might like to hear our CD and uh, uh, take us under his wing. Yeah. Come and tour with us, boys. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, you, you, you have had... you. you you do know how to get in touch with people that can make things happen, and I'm talking about Jens Bogren. So I was reading your Facebook bio. Now, I've spoken to Andreas from Sepultura, Miller from Creator, and a few other pretty serious world-class heavy metal musicians, and they've only got really, really positive things to say about working with Jens, but how was it for you guys? Yeah, I mean, Jens, was, uh, he, he does, a great, uh, does a great mix. Jens, by the way. <laughs> oh, we've got, we got a German here, and he, he's... <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he's. Uh, I mean, Jen's. Um, we got in touch with Jen because uh, you know he was out there. Uh, he does some uh, great mixes, and it was uh, quite. It was for us. It was affordable too, and uh, to get a good, uh, a good uh, mix, and uh, you know, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, engineered or produced by someone like that was. It's fantastic, and yeah, he's done. He's stepped back. Well, done a great job. Um, we used them on the first uh, on the EP. The second EP, we decided to try something different, and we went. To, um, with a local guy called uh, Jared Nettle, and he's a bit of a young gun, and um, <clears throat> uh, so he's done this new album, and people that are hearing it going, uh, mm. "Wow, man! Um, you know, it's that hard rock sound, but it's got a new, it's got a new age sound to it. You know, it's 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 it has, it's got something different, um, and that's probably partly due to what Jared's um, Jared's done with it, so as well, you know. Yeah, it, it definitely but, has the grittiness of old school Rose Tattoo in my view. I was listening to Rose Tattoo today. I went, like I listened to your stuff and then I put on Rose Tattoo and I found some similarities there. Not that it sounds like it. I'm talking about the attitude and the approach. But you've also got that that production that the young fella that you've just mentioned has helped you obtain that a lot of the deathcore and the metalcore acts are using. So you can hear all of the instrumentation very clearly. Mm, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's still that heavy rock with those mm. little metal influences. Yeah, I, I, genres are funny, and people try and say, "Yeah, we've been told we're new metal, we've been told we're just uh, hard hard rock, um, and we've been told we are we are metal." You know, we, we've we've been told by everyone all different things, uh, but as long as you like it. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I just say we're, we're heavy rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah, it. The heavy from heavy metal and the rock from hard rock. You know, heavy yeah, rock. That's why I like alt rock because well, alt metal it sort of it sort of encompasses everything. Mm, but yeah, who, who, knows, who knows what we're going to go do on the next album and how we're going to, you know, go. Because this album itself, like you said, you've heard it, it's a bit of a journey. There's, um, you know, there's some, you know, you go from the, the heaviness of like, you know, betrayal or, or broken um, to uh, the, the more emotional like senses and shining light. You know, we just wanted to have something there for everyone on this album. So it wasn't all just, um, you know, the same, same song, you know, um, we wanted to be able to reach out to a lot of people. So, mm. um, yeah show all different sides well you know we don't want to get bored with our own music too so we'll <laughs> yeah, you know. keep a bit of dynamic <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely a bit, a bit of variety now you're the second adelaide hard rock band i've spoken to the first one was um the fellow in as i destruct great band too and you both represent the 
exactly what you're saying. It's 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 heavy rock. Okay, it's heavy rock. That's that's I couldn't find a better description myself for it. Now, I feel, and I've heard some other stuff that's come out of Adelaide. I just haven't had a chance to talk to the guys in the bands yet. But I feel as though there's something of a metal resurgence that's happening in Adelaide, or is it just that the wonderful music that's been producing the city is finally making it out, and it's always been like that? What is your take on on that? I think we've just found other avenues to reach out to people apart from the local scene. The local scene in Adelaide has always been really hard. Hmm. Um, but with things like social media and um, and just having such a big launch and putting so much into it, we've reached out a bit further this time, I think. And hmm. even at this, the skill gig we played, that was to a lot of people that wouldn't usually come out to local gigs. So. Mm-hmm. Because but the metal scene itself, though, yeah, Adelaide has got a big metal scene. I mean... You know, and there's some real, really heavy bands too, man. You know, with the Cookie Monster vocals and stuff, there's yep. that out there. And we, we just got asked, we got uh, invited to come and play for the Church of the Steel Festival in February um, in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. There's about 17 bands, and there's, I think there's a band in Sweden, some Victoria, Tasmania. There's all different bands. It's the third one they've had of uh, Church of the Steel. Um, so, and, and we're probably. On, on the lighter stage at the edge of that because we do the, you know, we're quite melodic and we've got uh, I mean you know we'll, we'll play, pull out our arsenal of heavier songs but yeah for that whole um, Church of Steel we are probably one of the lighter bands but um, you know when you have these sort of uh, shows I think it's nice to have a bit of everything and uh, you know I'm sure once again you know I mean we like the heaviest music but you still got so, you know that, that spot inside you where you like other stuff as well and I think hmm. uh, that'll go down well but yep Adelaide definitely has a heavy scene. Mm, indeed, yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah. What's your take? Talking about festivals, what's your guys' take on the download lineup next year, the 2019 one? Oh, 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 it's not even fair. <laughs> it's missing one, one crucial thing. <laughs> You're never fucking happy, are you? <laughs> 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 I say, all right, never mind. Don't mind me. <laughs> exactly. No, it's a killer lineup. I, I fucking love to be on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a it's a good point though because my view is this. Okay, look, uh, I, I'm in my forties, so I've been around. I've been list, an active listener of heavy metal for at least twenty five odd years, definitely longer. But I'll just be conservative and say twenty five odd years. Now I remember. I don't remember when Painkiller came out, but I remember when that was the most recent Judas Priest album, so 91 or 92 or thereabouts. So, I of course, remember when bands like Megadeth had Countdown to Extinction. So just focusing on the bands that are on the bill, though. So Ozzy, yeah, always been a big fan of his stuff. One of the first albums I ever bought was No Rest for the Wicked. Uh, you've also yeah, got... Sl- yeah, and, and indeed. And then you've got Slayer, one of the other albums that I got, one of the first albums I got was their Decade of Aggression live album. Uh, so that's 1991 or so. Now, the interesting thing for me is that I, I don't go to gigs too often these days because I've got a family and I just simply can't get out as often as I'd like to get out. So I've got to pick and choose the bands that I go and see. But I always go down to these big festivals in Melbourne, like Download. So I'll be going again. Last year, what surprised me was the amount of kids, I'm talking 14, 15, 16, that were walking around with Judas Priest t-shirts, Slayer t-shirts, Metallica. It really surprised me. And... My question for you, lads, is do you think metal and hard rock is a little too focused on legacy acts and not, say, as uh, affording new bands such as yourself? And is this part of the problem? Heavy metal fans, and I don't even think it's the media because I have to include myself as part of the media and I do champion new bands. Okay, but do you think the fans are too focused on legacy acts? I read about this recently. uh, I I thought it's come up and I was talking about this about... um, 
who was it? Actually, was it um, um, Led, Led Zepp, wasn't it? It was um, someone was saying, someone, I thought it was, uh, yeah, someone was talking about this. Um, and I don't know, I think that, uh, I mean, everyone needs their heroes, man. And these, you know, I know that they're, they're aging, you know, you go over to Germany and that, that is massive festivals, and you've still got all those old, you know, the bands from the old mm. days, like bloody Cinderella and Rat and bloody, you know, they have these big you know, hair metal festivals. They're all still around. Um, but, you know, and like, you know, the likes of Slam Tiger, you know, they, they started this shit. And so I think it's cool for people to, 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 to follow them and wear them. But what they could do is, once again, like um, other festivals have, is have a, have a new music stage and give uh, give some local bands, you know, and, and some new bands a, sh- a shot, yeah. you know, with them. It's, it's, mm. it's definitely a bit of column A, column B style sort of stuff. You know, obviously mm-hmm. you're always going to have your legacy there, but you want to get the new stuff out as well. Yeah, it's got to, yeah, it's got to, it's got to filter in somewhere. Yeah, yeah well, I guess that's... Oh, Sorry, you go. You go, you're on. Right. Well, you know, the problem is we used to have shows, TV shows, where you could watch all this stuff, all these bands, their videos, etc. You don't really have that anymore. You know, you're not going to see um, much hard rock on there on, on Rage, or you're definitely not going to see it on, on the loop. MTV. So, you know, <clears throat> unless people actually go out of their ways to find find this music on YouTube, they're not going to be exposed to it, the mm. new stuff, are they? Because I just uh, look what they want on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, there seems to be like the underground thrives, of course, but that's a very difficult scene. Uh, <clears throat> it does. There's a lot of blogs out there that focus on underground bands. I guess I'm, I'm looking at who's going to replace Ozzy because God knows how old he is these days, and it's not necessarily about age. It's about, he doesn't it's know how old he is. Like. Oh my God! But it's about capability, <laughs> and he's like he's he's a full beat sometimes behind the rest of the band when he's singing. Um, yeah. no, but apparently he reckons it, like, he's just hit 70 or something and he reckons he's like, not not keen on retiring yet. It's like, <laughs> uh, well, well, I guess <laughs> it's Aussie's one thing, but Slayer, we know Slayer, if if the recent interviews and the responses Kerry King is giving in the interviews, look, they're going to be consolidating things and packing it up fairly soon. You've got Judas Priest, so you've got Glenn Tipton, so KK's long gone. And um, yep. Glenn Tipton's out, so who the hell's going to write the music there? Is it going to be Andy Sneap or the other fella that looks like KK Downing that they've brought in? So I'm talking about the bands that are on the download lineup again, and I'm sort of wondering in the next five years which bands are ready to step up and replace. Because for me, a lot of metal fans they might tolerate the corns of the world, but they don't. They're not the bands that are going to replace them. I'm really. I'll, I'll ask. I'll, this will be my last question. Sorry, guys, but. Which bands do you think, and I know, please put yourself into this, so promote yourselves, who's going to step up and replace the Judas Priests, the Slayers, the Ozzy Osbournes, probably even the Metallicas, because I'm not really sure that Lars has got too much too much in him left, to be quite <laughs> frank with you, <laughs> unless Chris Adler or one of those other wonderful drummers steps in and takes his place. Yeah, most definitely, Ryan, you fucking nailed it. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. It's, it's us, and... Uh, I don't know who else, but I know that we're there. Um, <laughs> no, there's a, you know, there is a shitload of great bands out there. And, um, yeah, and, and, and the shitload of bands with different genres. I mean, there's, there's a lot of bands that do sound the same too because of that, that sort of genre and style. Mm. But, you know, I think you've got to have a few of each. And uh, who they are will be the ones who, because I said, like, they can all have, have, a, have an awesome show and great music. It's just going to be the person that knows the right people. <laughs> and uh, gets that lift up, you know. Really, it's a it's a lucky draw, I reckon. Yeah, 
Yep. Yeah. That's a good response yeah, by like somebody it. in the business. Yeah. I know, and that's that's true and that's true and correct. That's why I say that. You know, it is it'll be the person who is in the right place at the right time and who has the right contacts or the band I should say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone is ever ever gonna make it that big again. Those times no, have changed, absolutely. you know? Yeah. Mm. Completely. Yeah, there's gonna be no massive massive rock stars. Yeah, it's interesting yeah, though. The festivals, the festivals are still going to go, so they still need their massive headliners, don't they? You know, they still need their big draw. That's true. That yeah. is true. And that's well, what I wonder. Just, let's put it out there now for any big promoters and that listening, and uh, anyone who hasn't heard Audio Rain, um, as Molly would say, do yourself a favour. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, let's do our album and vote uh, um, number one Audio Rain. There you go. Thanks, lads. That was a wonderful interview. I really appreciate it. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that conversation featured the members of Adelaide heavy rock outfit, Audio Rain. Thank you so much for listening.